Let's have a word of prayer. We thank you so much, Lord, for tonight. Thank you for the love that you have shown us, Lord. Thank you for delighting in us. Thank you for choosing us and calling us your son. Thank you, Father, for bringing us even to this point. We started the year never knowing how it will end. But today we stand before you because you have brought us to the end of the year. We have just few hours to enter into another year. Another year that you have destined for us. You have prepared for us. And before we enter into that year, Lord, you have a word for us. A word that will take us through the year. A word specially prepared for us. Not for only us, but also to our family and to our nations. So, Lord, we invite you that come have your way over here. Let anything that exhort itself against your name bow right now in the name of Jesus. And let your name alone be exalted over this place. Lord, come in your glory. Come in your might, Lord. Come speak expressly unto us. I commit this vessel, Lord, into your hand. The one you're about to use to speak your word, myself, that take over, oh God. Let your servant disappear and Lord appear before your people and speak forth your word. Let it come quick and sharp. Let it come with light. Let it come with understanding. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let it come with healing. That anyone that needs healing, let that man, that woman receive it in the name of Jesus. Let it come, oh God. Let it come. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So we are about to change a bus. We're about to change a bus. We're about to change 2018 into 2019. And what 2019 has for us, you have no idea. Hello? If you think this year has been good, I want you to know that even the coming year will be better. Hallelujah. If you think this year has been better, even the coming year will be the best. Hello. We will change into a true bus. Hallelujah. And I want to share a word with you before we cross over. Tonight, I want to talk about a subject. That subject... The title is Mercy. I want to talk to someone today about mercy. The mercy of the Lord. When we say the mercy of the Lord, what do we mean? What are we saying? Mercy. What is mercy? Now, if you go into your English dictionary, it defines mercy as compassion or having favor or receiving kindness from someone. But mercy goes beyond compassion, goes beyond favor. 
Mercy is a term used by people of authority only. Mercy is a term used in the jury, used in the court. They use it for a reason. The reason why they use the word mercy is when someone deserved to be punished. Someone deserved the penalty of death. Yet that judge has the right to suspend that penalty of death and declare mercy upon that person. That though you deserve death, but I will have mercy on you. So mercy, it's more than just favor. And it's more than just compassion. But mercy is a term that actually sets a prisoner free. One that is about to die free. Hello? So I know that the coming year is going to be a great year. Because it's going to be a year of mercy. Now, let's talk more about mercy. In Genesis 6, something happened. Bible said the sons of men came down into the daughters of women and they brought up sons to them and those children were giants and those giants filled the earth with evil. And when the judge who sat above looked upon the earth, what he saw was evil. That he said the heart of man or the imagination of the heart of man was continuously evil. Meaning that there is no single day in the heart of man that man think about good. All man think about is evil. So because of that, the judge who sit in heaven must pronounce judgment upon the earth. So the judge pronounced judgment upon the earth that I'm going to destroy the earth with flood. But in the midst of that judgment, Bible says there was a man called Noah who found favor before God. Who found grace before God. So when God pronounced judgment and said that wrath will come upon this group of people, he looked upon Noah and he pronounced mercy upon him. That for you, you will have mercy. That I will look upon you with mercy. The Lord gave him a task to, to accomplish. To build an ark for 120 years. So when he finished building that ark, the decree came that the earth must be filled with flood. So there were people who were gathered, marrying, some were marrying, some were partying, some were clubbing, some were doing many things. As they were doing that, Bible said, the windows of heaven opened. The floodgate got opened and emptied itself upon them and took them away. But when it came to Noah, the Lord had mercy on him. Hallelujah. When it came to Noah, the Lord had mercy on him. Brethren, mercy must go before life. If there is no mercy, there can be life. The other group of people, mercy was taken away from there. And what came upon them is death. But when it came to Noah, mercy was upon him and Noah got life from God. So, we have two groups of people. We have the people deserving the wrath of God and we have the other group of people deserving the mercy of God. So you see those deserving the wrath of God kept going down 
They kept going down, dying, and fading off, or fading away. And then the other group of people who had found mercy before God keeps going up. So Noah had life. Noah's family got saved. Noah had joy. Noah was blessed. Noah's name was recorded even in the Bible. So mercy must go before every good thing. Hello? When we find mercy, or when God pronounced mercy upon us, what comes upon us is life. Though we may be down, but something comes into us that begins to lift us up gradually. So, though Noah was an individual with just six family, but Noah found something from God that enabled him to live his life to its expectation. Somebody say mercy. Mercy. The mercy of God. The mercy of God. Now, another time that judgment was proclaimed again was when, was when Noah and his children got into their head and then they decided to build a city and a tower to reach heaven and to dethrone God. How possible can that be? The Lord came down and pronounced judgment upon them. And that judgment was confusion of tongue. Now, why was God interested in confusing the tongues of men? Because the tongue of God revealed him. The tongue of God speaks volumes about him. When you speak the tongue of God, in that tongue, you will learn how to make some medicine to cure your, your, your sickness even. There is so much in the tongue of the living God to learn to make you prosperous. And God, who wants to hide himself from such a generation of people, chose to confound their tongue. He confused it. And there was a man whose name was Eber. And he also was pronounced mercy upon. So, though God confused the tongue of men, but there was one that God pronounced mercy upon. So, he preserved the natural tongue. The tongue of Adam and the tongue of the angel, he preserved that tongue. Someone say mercy. Mercy. When mercy comes, you preserve when mercy comes, you hold on to the truth. When mercy comes, you preserve history. When mercy comes, you are enabled. Hello? Are you with me? Oh, yes, daddy. Somebody say mercy. Mercy. So we have the other group that deserve the wrath of God, the anger of God, and the other group that deserve the mercy of God. Another time the Lord pronounced judgment again was when Abraham was called. Hello? Uh -huh. When Abraham was called to come out of his father's house onto a land that he would show him. So God has called Abraham out of the nations. And what is God going to do to the nation? God is going to pronounce the judgment of anger and wrath upon them. That through the seed of Abraham, he would destroy the other nations. So you will see God using Israel to kill the Jebusite, to kill the Amorite, to kill anybody that stands in front of him. Why? Because the courtroom of God has pronounced a sentence upon the other nations. Hello, is someone with me? Oh, yes, daddy. It's somebody with me? Yes, daddy. So the other nations, at the other hand, 
deserve the wrath of God. And the children of Abraham deserve the mercy of God. So, in heaven, they look into the books, they search. So, which of the nations have been decreed mercy or the mercy of God? And when they look, when they search, the one they found was Abraham. So, we see in the life of Abraham, angels coming down, talking to Abraham, giving Abraham all the things about if and all the things about future. Someone say mercy. Mercy. Say, Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Abraham is now connected to heaven. What comes upon Abraham is blessing. It's riches. Goodness. So, Bible said, and Abraham became rich in wealth. Not only in wealth, but also in health, in mind, in everything. Abraham lived a fulfilled life. Somebody say mercy. Mercy. But when it comes to the other nations, wrath, anger. Hello. So it wasn't long ago when Israel went to Egypt. Hallelujah. Please, can you fix your eye upon me? It wasn't long ago when Israel went down to Egypt. Bible said a king came who does not know Joseph and that king began to enslave the children of Israel. And why was the king interested in enslaving the children of Israel? What the king said was that if we do not enslave them, it may be that a nation may want to attack us and those people will join them and attack us. Somebody say mercy. Mercy. When the mercy of God is upon your life, you may not have an army, but a nation with an army is scared of you. Hello? Hi. Somebody say mercy. 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 When the mercy of God is upon you, though you may not have a government, because at that time Israel has no government. All that there was was elders of the family. There was no particular government that was in charge of them. They were living as tribes. They were farmers in Egypt, in the land of Goshen. But yet in the king's administration, they are scared of them. Why? Because Israel has a connection to God. Somebody say mercy. Mercy. Why? Because in the land of Egypt, there was a portal that was open. That angels are ascending and descending. And when the king's sorcerers go out, they see it and then they get scared. They get scared that a tiny group of people have found favor with God and God is doing business with them. So we must put them under bondage. So though Israel was in Egypt ignorantly, just going about their own business, the government was afraid of them. Why? Because there was mercy here and there was anger here. So when the angels of goodness are coming, they go to Israel. And when the angels of evil are coming. They go to the other nation. Say mercy. 
mercy. Say, Lord, have mercy upon me. Lord, have mercy upon me. Lord, have mercy upon my family. Lord, have mercy upon my family. Say, Lord, mercy. Lord, mercy. Give me mercy. Give me mercy. I need mercy. I need mercy. Egypt and slave Israel. They killed their firstborn children. They threw them into the river Nile. Yet, Bible said, they kept on multiplying. Hello. Hi. Why? Because the Lord has decreed mercy. So, even in the midst of hardship, even in the midst of struggle, yet the children of God were multiplying. Do you want to multiply in this land? Then the mercy of God must go before you. Then your God must decree mercy upon your life. Somebody say mercy. mercy. Hallelujah. So it wasn't long ago, Israel came out of Egypt. Now we know that Israel is mercy and the other nations wrath, right? Israel has found mercy before God. God has decreed mercy upon Israel and then the other nations, the wrath of God. So Israel came out through a man called Moses and led them through Mount Sinai. Now in Mount Sinai, Something very interesting happened over there. Abraham was decreed upon mercy. That same mercy went before the children of Israel to Egypt and then brought them out of Egypt now to Mount Sinai. Now in Mount Sinai, something is about to change in the life of Israel. That thing was, now God is going to deal with Israel in a certain way. That before my mercy can work fully for you, then you must enter into this contract with me. That when you obey me, then you will see the fullness of my mercy. Mm. But if you do not obey me, then my mercy will be removed from your life, and then you will be put under the wrath of God. Hello? Hi. Are you with me? Yes, daddy. So, on Mount Sinai, Israel entered into a contract with God and said, God, whatever you tell us, we are going to do it. And the Lord said, as far as you are going to do it, then my mercy will be upon you. Are you with me? Oh, yes. Somebody say mercy. mercy. The coming year will be a year of mercy. I know before this message finish, you will understand why it is mercy. Hello. Say mercy. Lord have mercy upon my life. Lord have mercy upon my life. So Israel entered into this contract with God. So now the mercy is going to be according to obedience to that contract. And the Lord said, when you obey, mercy will be in abundance. And when you do not obey, wrath will be in abundance. But you know what? That contract was in courses, cycles, series. Hello? Follow me gradually. So when the Lord, by his angel, led Israel into the land, and when they conquered their enemy, because their enemy at that time were under the wrath of God. Because someone would ask, why are they killing them? Are they not also created by God? Why is God destroying them? God is destroying them because he has made a decree that killed them all. Hello? How about the other one? 
He said, mercy. Someone said, mercy. Mercy. So now Israel conquered the land. When they conquered the land, they forgot that they have entered into a covenant with God. So they started living their life. The same life that the nations were living, and they came under the wrath of God, they started living that same life. And the Lord said, I will send you prophet to remind you where you are in your contract. So the Lord sent them judges to preach to them that Israel, you have a contract with your God that when you obey him, he will have mercy on you. You are forgetting about the contract. Israel told those judges, shut up. So those judges died. And then he raised for them prophets. Prophet that came and said to Israel, Israel, repent because of the contract you've signed with your God. Hello? What happened to the prophet? They killed them. They killed their prophet also. They said, keep quiet. Prophet like Elijah also came. A man who never saw death. Prophet like Elijah with double portion anointing. Yet could not turn the heart of Israel. Prophet came. Say Israel you've had a contract with God. Now. The boss of all the prophets. The king himself. God himself, the one we call Yehovah, the king of kings, the lord of lords, he himself came, not only to tell them to repent, but also to be their king, to stay with them. He came with a message that anyone who believes in me shall not die. Israel said, how can we not die? Because Abraham also died. But he said, I am not Abraham. Before Abraham was, I am. I am he who has come. That anyone who believes in me shall not die. But what was Israel's response to him? <laughs> Help me with that one. <laughs> can we read Matthew? Chapter 23. Let's read verse 29. I'm watching the time. Matthew chapter 23. We'll read from verse 29. So woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because ye build the tombs of the prophets and garnish the supercles of the righteous. And say, if we had been in the days of our fathers, we would not have been partakers with them in the blood of the prophets. Wherefore ye be witnesses unto yourselves, that ye are the children of them which killed the prophets. Fill ye up then the measure of your fathers. Ye serpent, ye generations of vipers, how can ye escape the damnation of hell? Wherefore, behold, I send unto you prophets and wise men and scribes, and some of them ye shall kill and crucify, and some of them shall ye scourge in your synagogues and persecute them from city to city, that upon you may come all the righteous blood shed upon the earth, from the blood of righteous Abel unto the blood of Zacharias, son of Barachias, whom ye slew between the temple and the altar. Verily I say unto you, all these things shall come upon this generation. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, 
thou that killest the prophets and stonest them which are sent unto thee, how often would I have gathered thy children together, even as a hen gathered her chicks unto her wings, and ye would not. When the king came, this was his testimony about Israel. That Israel has killed all the prophets that has been sent unto her. And the same group of people are going to kill Jesus himself too. And even after they killed him, he said, I will send you prophets. And even them also, you were killed. Following them to city, to cities, bringing them out, killing them. Hello. Now let's do a little bit of mathematics before Jesus Christ came. If you have phone, please bring your calculator out. We'll see something right now. The Lord pronounced mercy upon Abraham. But I want us to see how long did that mercy endured. I want you to type 130 years. We all know about the 130 years of Israel. When they went to Egypt, slavery, they came out. 130, 430 years. 430. Then write plus. Now, when they entered into the land, in the New Testament, in the book of Acts 13, Paul talked about the days of judges till the day of Samuel is 450 years. So 430 years plus 450 years. 430 plus 450. That is until Samuel. Now after Samuel came Saul. Saul reigned for 40 years. So plus 40. After Saul, David reigned for another 40 years. Plus another 40. After David, Solomon reigned for another 40 years. So plus another 40 years. And then after Solomon, the kingdom divided into two. South and then northern. And then the days of the king was 393 years. So just write plus 393 years. Please, do you have that correct for me? Yeah, 393 years. Plus 70 years captivity in Babylon. <laughs> this math student. Hello. Now, before they came out of Babylon, the angel Gabriel came and gave a timeline that is 490 so plus 490 minus 7, minus 7, plus 490 minus 7, because that 7 didn't come. So we have 1,946. So for 1,946, the Lord had mercy upon the children of Israel. So when Jesus Christ ascended into the heavens, he sent his disciples, the 12 apostles, to the house of Israel to go preach to them who are scattered all over the nation because when Jesus Christ came, he came to gather them to be their king. Hello? But that was never accomplished. They started killing the apostles also. So, a group of people who have been promised the land have started running away from the land. Peter could not stay in the land. John could not stay in the land. But that was the land that was promised them. That in that land shall come upon what? Mount Zion. Hello? Are you with me? Yes, and that didn't happen. So Jesus Christ came back again and now going to pronounce another judgment. Hello. Hi. I want you to be with me. Oh, yes. 
Hello. We are with you. Because we are getting there. Mm. We are getting there. So, another judgment was pronounced. And the one who brought that judgment is none other than Paul. Hello. Hi. Now, let us see what is in the judgment of Paul. Who is deserving mercy and who is deserving the wrath of God? Because so it has been in the days of Noah. Mercy and the wrath. The days of Eber, mercy, wrath. The days of Abraham, mercy, wrath. So after Jesus Christ, who is deserving mercy and who is deserving the wrath of God? Hello? Can we read Romans chapter 15, verse 8, downwards? Now I say that Jesus Christ was a minister of the circumcision for the truth of God. Now, he said Jesus was a minister of the circumcision. Who is the circumcision? The circumcision is Abraham. Hello? Because circumcision was given to Abraham as a covenant. It was a sign to separate them from the other nations. Hello? Because when the angels of God come, they must see a mark to give you either mercy or the wrath of God. Hello? So Jesus, when he came, because all of us know the scripture that says, for God so loved the world that he gave us his only begotten son. Right? But he loved the world. He gave us his only begotten son. But who is he ministering to? Isn't it supposed to be circumcision and uncircumcision? Hello? Because the two are in the world. So if he came to the world, the world has circumcision and uncircumcision. But he said what he was a minister of what? Circumcision for the truth of God to confirm the promises made unto their fathers. Hello? And that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. Hello? Hi. Now somebody is deserving mercy. And who are those? The Gentiles. And who are the Gentiles? The uncircumcised nations. All the nations are apart from Israel. Hello? All the nations are apart from Israel. As it is written, for this cause I will confess to thee among the Gentiles and sing unto thy name. And again he said, Rejoice, ye Gentiles, with his people. And again, praise the Lord, all ye Gentiles, and loud him, all ye people. And again, Isaiah said, There shall be a root of Jesse, and he that shall rise to reign over the Gentiles, in him shall the Gentiles trust. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy. Mercy goes before joy. Hello. Now mercy has come upon the Gentiles. What must follow is what? Joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. And I myself also am persuaded of you, my brethren, that ye also are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, are able also to admonish one another. That is okay. Please, let's go to Galatians 13. Verse, let's read from verse 13. We are getting there gradually. Okay. Hello. Hi. Galatians 13. 13, we read from verse 13.
said, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us, for it is written, curse is everyone that hangeth up on a tree. Now when you read this, it Christ, Christ has redeemed us. Who is the ass Paul was referring to? The ass that Paul was referring to was the Gentiles. Because he, Paul, was a minister to who? The Gentiles. So Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, curse is everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the spirit of, the promise of the spirit through faith. Now the blessings of Abraham might come upon who? The Gentiles. What happened to Israel? Cut off. Hello? So now, the Gentiles are being blessed. What do you see? He didn't say, and the Gentile will also be blessed. But he said, well, the blessings of Abraham shall come upon the Gentiles. So the Israelites have been cut off. Now let's read Romans 11 verse 25. Twenty-six. 27, 28. As concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sake. Hello? Who is the enemy here? Israel. As concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sake. But as touching the election, they are beloved of the Father's sakes. Hmm. We are getting there. For the gift and calling of God are without what? Repentance. For as yet in times past have not believed God. Now who in time past had not believed God? The Gentiles. Yet have now obtained what? Mercy. True. Their unbelief. Whose unbelief? Israel. Even so, have these also now not believed that through your mercy they also may obtain mercy. For God had concluded that all in unbelief that he might have mercy upon all them. He said what? God has concluded that all of Israel have become unbelievers. Hello? Peter was upon was also one of the, the Israelite, isn't it? John. But God has concluded that all of them have become what? Unbelievers. So that what? He would what? Gather all of them and have mercy upon them. Is that not it? So now who have mercy? The Gentiles. And what happened to Israel? Hello? This is very crucial. This is very crucial. And we must get this. So in the world, what do we see? We see the Gentiles prosperous. Why? Because heaven has decreed mercy upon them. That the angels of goodness visit them with goodness, with blessing. Paul said what? Joy should follow. Peace should follow. He has decreed blessings upon them. And what happened to Israel? Cut off. So in heaven, heaven is determined to suppress who? Israel. And to lift up who? The Gentiles. Why? Because once upon a time, for about thousand plus years, he had mercy on them. And the Gentiles were under the wrath of God. Now Jesus has concluded that they are the tillers of their own prophet. And for that matter, do not deserve the promise. And mercy moved from them to the Gentiles. So in the world, we see a group of people that are very poor. Now, one thing about the sentence of mercy 
or the wrath of God is. You know, in this world, when you commit a crime and you are taken to the court and you have been sentenced into 10 years imprisonment, you can go into that prison, receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, but that will not bring you out of that prison. You must fulfill the 10 years period of imprisonment in order to come out. So we see those group of people buying into the gentle message yet are poor. Their government are still under oppression. People are oppressing them. Hello. Am I talking to you? you Somebody say mercy. Mercy. Someone say mercy. Mercy. Say the coming year shall be my year of mercy. Coming year shall be my year of mercy. We see a group of people working so hard, but yet are not being seen. We see a group of people that are talented with a lot of knowledge, yet when they bring out something, they are not being recognized. Someone say mercy. Mercy. Somebody say mercy. Mercy. Say, Lord, I need mercy. Lord, I need mercy. 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 Now, the Gentiles, when you see them, what do you see? Blessings. Prosperity. Wealth. Everywhere. Why? Because of what? Mercy. And when you see Israel, what do you see? You see malaria? You see cholera? You see typhoid? Dysentery and all of them. Mercy. 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 Somebody say, we are about to change a bus. We are about to change a bus. Say, I am about to change a bus. I am about to change a bus. I am about to enter into a new bus. I am about to say mercy. 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 Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Please, if you are coming in, do it quick for us. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Lord, give me mercy. Lord, give me mercy. Lord, I need mercy. Lord, I need mercy. It takes mercy to lift up your head. Oh, yes. Without mercy, you cannot lift up your head. Why? Because God himself is determined to suppress you. God himself is determined to suppress you. To work against you. To bring his word to pass. What did the Bible say? The Bible said God cannot lie. So if God said my wrath is coming upon you. Because you do not deserve it. You will be seen in the world that the wrath of God has come upon you. Say mercy. Mercy. It is mercy I need. It's mercy. You know, the song that the singers, uh, the, the, the one who ministers said, you don't need to prove yourself to Jesus because he knows your heart. You know, what you need is, you don't need to prove yourself, but you need mercy. mercy. Say mercy. Mercy. I need mercy. I need mercy, Lord. The mercy of the living God. The mercy of the living God. Now you understand that house of prayer is a house of Israel. Oh, yeah. And for our head to be lifted high, mm. we need mercy. Need mercy. The mercy of the living God. Say, I need mercy. I need mercy. I need mercy. I need mercy. Now, wherever Israel is gathered, what do you see in the world is poverty. A lot of poverty in Ghana. A lot of poverty in Nigeria. A lot of poverty in Zimbabwe. A lot of poverty in South Africa. A lot of poverty in the Philippines. A lot of poverty everywhere. Even in the state in America where the children of Israel are our poverty. Why? Because the Lord has decreed that you will be under my wrath but not under my mercy. And the day has come that God has remembered his children again. God has remembered his beloved. God has remembered his wife. God has remembered he that he has started work with. He has remembered them. And he said, go and tell them that I have come to give them what? Mercy. Say mercy. Say mercy. Brethren, we are about to change the bus. The time is about to change. The cycles are about to change. The heavens are gathered to witness whatever that is about to take place here. 
they are witnesses and they have started looking upon us to see what will take place. Somebody say mercy. Yes. Someone shouted louder. Mercy. I need mercy. Need mercy, Lord. Give me mercy. 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 I need mercy. I need mercy. I need mercy. Bring mercy to Africa, Ruka. Bring mercy to Africa. Let mercy come. Let mercy come. Let mercy come. Let mercy come. When mercy come, the oppression will see. When mercy come, the poverty will see. When mercy come, our roads will look better. When mercy come, we'll have the better hospitals. When mercy come, we will not suffer sickness and diseases. Have you forgotten the ocean that came upon the top disciples? They were given more authority to cast out demons, sicknesses, and disease. Why? Because when mercy come upon you, what has demon to do with your body? When mercy come upon you, the heaven cry peace. When mercy come upon you, the heavens cry wealth, prosperity. Lord, open the portals and let your mercy be released. Mercy. I prophesy to someone. That your season of mercy has come. Your season of mercy has come. I, I prophesy to Nigeria. Hey. I prophesy to Ghana. Hey. That the season of mercy has come. Hey. We are about to change the bars. Hey. A bars. We are about to change the bars of 2018. Hey. And enter into a new bars of mercy. Hey. Oh, mercy. Mercy, Lord. Mercy. Mercy. You are going to do something today. Because an ocean is about to be released. Oh, oh yeah. You are going to pray. Uh -huh. You are going to start saying something. Hey. You are going to start saying something. Oh. You are going to start to pray and ask for God. Oh. The Lord, the season has come for me to change my bars. I'm not living here without entering into the bars of mercy. Oh. I am not living this year. Into the, I'm not living this year this unless I live into the bath of what? Mercy. Mercy. Somebody begin to do something. Begin to do something. Begin to do something. Begin to do something. So God has concluded them all in unbelief that he might have mercy upon all. The season of mercy has come. The season of mercy has come. The season of mercy has come. The season of divine mercy has come. The season has come. The season of mercy. I call for the heavens to be a witness. I call for the angels that stand at the four corners of the earth to be a witness to our service. To our service tonight. And power is about to be shifted. I see a power.